0: you are here welcome back to porter flute pod this is episode seven stay well play well in the pod with me is justine sedkey and alan j thomasetti and in this show we're thinking about how we can avoid getting stuck in every way the message in the pod is don't just focus on the music itself but also the spirit within us that plays the music See, we need to keep our spirits up without giving up completely on ourselves and our lives. Life has long roads and steep cliffs, and usually we learn that it's the smallest of baby steps that we take that make the most difference over time. The body has its own wisdom separate from the mind, and it's been part of my teaching to encourage that wisdom within the creative person to let it lead the way it's that inner energy and drive that we all have we just have to make sure that we don't meet up with those do twins you know the ones called meant to do and should do I'll give you a routine to stay well and play well now and in the future in order to showcase musical spirit I ran to the vault and found Siegfried Kargailert, that passionate four-movement work called "Sweet Puente On the piano is the beautiful and fabulous Katie Leung. Welcome to Porterflute Pod. In order to play well, we need to stay well. And in order to stay well, we should try to live well. I think living well takes practice. Everyone knows that repetition and routine creates a method of practice that hones our skills in one particular area or, for that matter, in our life. Have you ever locked yourself away for a while in one place and just listened and created and reveled in the creation of your art? It's wonderful to bask in the sunshine of our artistic self. When we finish our practicing, we inevitably re-enter the real world, one with demands and responsibilities. We're no longer in our solo world, but we're participating in a greater world with other people. I'll call that our ensemble work. The ensembles in our lives are our families, neighbors, communities, and friends and colleagues. We somehow show up for them when they need us, and they hopefully show up for us when we need them. In the solo moments of our lives, we need to show up for ourselves, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Examples of solo work would be simply getting out of bed in the morning. No one else can do that for you. Getting the instrument out of its case. That's work no one else can do for you. And then our our thoughts are also solo homework. How can we best practice and train the mind so we can live the best life and then how can you surrender to your art i think you need to surrender to your art you need to say to yourself this art is so deeply meaningful to me that i'll take care of myself for my whole life so that i can do it this creates positive energy i've always been practicing for a positive impact and searching for a positive life you have to take care of your body in order to do your craft. And this is where I'll tap into some great descriptors. I've been to meditation retreats and yoga intensives and lectures and workshops on the body's innate wisdom. And I learned that the mind is simply a messenger. It's the body that is the temple. The postures of Tai Chi or yoga or any form of energy flow should be used with focus and dedication. And here's another visual. The hands are the receivers. Just open your palm and feel the energy come in. So make all the messages from the body and mind form your positive spirit so that you can be honoring your best self. Do the solo work that allows you to move through life confidently within those ensemble settings, in person or online or in your head then I think we can appreciate our lives as we continue to stay well so we can play well. Have you ever thought, I have no idea how I did that, or I have no idea how I got through that? You just experienced your own spirit, your own energy. I call on these three kinds of energies throughout the day, the physical, the emotional, and the mental. I need them all to be sending the same messages so that my life can feel positive and I can try to get to balance physical spirit is that spirit that makes us walk, dance, work out, run, balance. And we have to do these things in order to stay healthy. So even though I don't move my body as my life's work, I still need to move it. I change up the messages so that my mind has the right vocabulary at the right time. For instance, at the gym, I found a shirt that says athlete on it and it's four times on the front and I decided that this was one way I could tap into my physical spirit. I could send myself a positive message. Alexander Technique was the first method I learned after having some minor experience in sports in my youth. Juilliard offered this incredible curriculum of Alexander Technique and I was taking these lessons for four years. There were two years of table method finding space in the joints of the body and making room in the body so that you have more space to take up. And then there are movement classes of Alexander Technique that allowed me to incorporate all this space in my flute playing. One day my teacher asked, what are you playing in your flute lessons? And before long, my Alexander Technique teacher was having me rotate from the hips standing in in place while I was playing the triplet section of the third movement of Prokofiev's Sonata in D major. See, my physical spirit had to be sending the same messages of flexibility and space to my emotional spirit. And my emotional spirit had to accept all the movement that was going on in my body. This Alexander technique does wonders for freedom of movement. And it was a blessing to receive this training at such a young age of 18. At 23 years old I found my way to a yoga class. A dear student said my mom teaches yoga and I said to myself oh it's a good stretch class. Little did I know it would change my life. I found so many ways to let go through these postures. In the final breath of a posture you can release all the negative energy. It just leaves your body. It feels so freeing. You can manifest the cobra or the warrior and you should know that each pose correlates to healing or rejuvenating a specific organ or muscle in the body. This spirit is one that you can sow every day and start to live a positive life. Understand that your fine motor skills and your lungs and your great musicianship, it can't do it all. You need physical energy to be there to support all your efforts. See at 32 years old, I began to run, but it was only stop sign to stop sign. You see playing in an orchestra and driving 21 miles one way to work was my excuse to gain 20 pounds and 20 pounds on my body felt sluggish and uncomfortable. And I knew that cardio was my body's best friend but not necessarily my mind's best friend. I lived in a neighborhood with a lot of stop signs. So I ran to a stop sign and I walked to the next stop sign. And then I ran to the next stop sign and I walked to the next stop sign. And that helped a lot. And then I moved to Michigan two years later and continued to try to make it on my own to lose weight. I hit my 42nd birthday and I checked myself into a gym. They offered all kinds of classes, it was great, Pilates and spin and kickboxing, and I tried it all. But finally, when I wasn't really losing any weight and I asked for help, the owner took me aside and told me I was going to need to lift weights twice a week. Now that's a whole other story. Not everyone likes to work out. Not everyone likes to sweat. Not everyone likes to move their body. But exercise is a priority when you want to work more efficiently. You want to get your best work done. So exercise is on the agenda. I think you need to make it a priority to continually invest in yourself. And that's what I did in 2005 I joined a gym and the owner set me up with a personal trainer. See, I had been making these films, these study guides, and the stylist who was helping me, she looked me in the eyes and said, if you want to look good on camera, you're going to need to lose 20 pounds. Now I didn't cry, I took it. And so when I got this personal trainer and she looked me deeply in the eyes during a ball squat and said, if you don't go lower, you're going to do 20 more. I thought to myself, who talks to me like this, lose 20 pounds and get lower in a ball squat or I have to do 20 more. And then I thought to myself, well, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for me to get my butt kicked. And so I got my butt kicked for six long years from 2007 to 2013. Those six long years were also full of emotional upheaval in my life. I will divulge. There was divorce from someone I loved, suicide of someone I loved, jail time of someone I loved. I could have called it quits and stayed in my house, never had another relationship. But my trainer literally brought someone to pick me up off the floor every, every single time. And she'd get me on the treadmill and just walk That's what my trainer did for me. So this is where you want to consider if you want to invest or if you want to save up to join a gym where the fees are going towards that club, that great community where you can join a group of men or women and live in a social environment and know that the fees are are going to this club. Now, if you find a trainer that has their own space, that money is going right to the trainer. So I've done both with the personal trainer scenario. I've done on my own. I've done the gym. I've tried everything. So here's where I am in my life. I work with this trainer and I go in and I start with the ropes. When you take these ropes, you're sitting on the floor. These are huge ropes and they're attached to a pole. So after running five minutes on the treadmill, I sit down with my legs out in front of me on the floor and I bang these ropes so hard and loudly. And then I get on the stepper for 30 seconds and then back to the ropes, 30 seconds, back to the stepper, back to the ropes. And the ropes bring coordination into my body. I'm breathing, I'm sweating. It's really good for my emotional spirit. See, the point is you don't need to be good at the ropes. You need to think about getting through, right? Stepper, rope, stepper, ropes. You can see, then I'm warmed up and that's when the training starts. I'm going to have an episode where my trainer, Larry, comes on as a guest because he thinks everyone is an athlete. Now, I'm not running out and telling you to do yoga or learn Alexander or you must start running. But it's a great start if you do want to choose just one part of one of those aspects. Find some physical movement. Learn it as a beginner. Take baby steps. Because I think it's the best way to stay well. We are all walking through life with scars, some emotional and some physical scars. I have both. When I was five in 1969, I had major surgery in the bladder kidney region of my body. I was very sick. I went in for checkups until I was 10 years old. And let me tell you, that's a lot of anesthesia. I had a major large scar. But I introduced myself to my body through my teenage years with its scars and flaws and all. So here are some solutions I found helpful that I'd like to encourage everyone to try. First, you check with your doctor to see if it's okay to work out. But then reward yourself with some equipment, a great pair of walking shoes or running shoes or hiking shoes. Try a yoga mat, a step or a Bosu try a medicine ball a stability ball stretchy bands or free weights a hard roller is great for rolling out the muscles in the neck and the back and the legs for an attitude shift try this wake up earlier go to bed earlier Hydrate. Drink a lot of water first thing in the morning. Some people say, take your weight, cut it in half, and then that's the amount of ounces of water you should drink every day. Okay, I'm not sure I can get there. I'd advise everyone to get out into nature and natural light. Not all of us can get outside, so let's appreciate it when we can. And remember, working out is a privilege if you're not sick. Also, the best thing you can do for your diet is to avoid sugar. I try to avoid the sugar I can physically see. When I look down and say, that's sugar, I really try to say, no. Think about visiting a nutritionist. A nutritionist has helped me through all the changes in my life, and the diet has everything to do with it. And here's one important philosophy for you. Pushing weights is relevant for life. It makes us stronger. Think about it. We give over to the physical body. We push until we can't push anymore. We struggle to push this weight, right? So our muscles have to gain strength to push harder. And we need to renew our energy on every repetition. It's like that in life. We need to renew and strength our strength to push back on the stress and struggle through plague and pestilence. We can push harder when we're stronger. Okay, if you're like me, you like to give up 75% or 80% of the way through an exercise or a project or a goal. I know this about myself. So try to take care of yourself and give yourself gifts. Maybe it's running with music or being particular about your shoes. Just do whatever you need to run a positive script for yourself You'll be doing the best thing for your life and happiness. Try to keep up the routine at home and while you're out of town. I always say, if it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. So set alerts for yourself. But truth be told, those alerts aren't going off first thing in the morning. Nobody gets me until I get to be with me. And then I can play well and teach well. And then I can take on and pass by the yeses and the noes and the thumbs up and the thumbs down and the subscribers and the unsubscribers and take them for what they are, data. I can give my energy then to the people who want to be with me and who need my help, the people who need my friendship or energy or mentorship, and I can see them for who they are. They are my tribe. Understand that confidence and flexibility and security... Has to come from routine, doing the work and showing up. And then you're staying well as best as you can. Invest in yourself and your process. The discovery is life changing, my friends. In my short 55 years, I've had to live through death and transfiguration. And I'm on the flip side now, sharing all the wisdom that has been passed down through the ages, because quite frankly, it works. might be thinking that you have extra time during this pandemic. I can remind you that it's how you use your time that directly influences your life. You have to block time in your schedule for your physical, emotional, and mental spirit. You need to get clear on what value you place on these three kinds of spirit. Make it a priority to invest in yourself and use your time wisely, taking baby steps, You'll really see results. I appreciate you being in the podcast. Next week, our episode is called Stories. We'll have guests' stories, my stories, famous stories, classic music stories. So you can find more on us at amyporter.com or porterflute.com, where you can also contact me. On Facebook, I'm Amy Porter Flutist. And on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Porter Flute. Thanks for being here. I'm grateful for you.